hope y'all are having a wonderful and relaxed Labor Day. I know I am. I am just enjoying myself um, today. So I hope y'all did not do too much labor on Labor Day. Um, tonight's topic, we're going to get right into it. We shall not delay. Hey, I see everybody coming in. This is just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And I know um, there's a delay with the intro. So let me pull this up over here so I can see live time. What's going on? How y'all doing? How you doing, Karen? Let me get the iPad going so I can really see what's going on around here. And it looks like I actually might need a little bit more light, but you know what? I'm on a roll with it tonight. Tonight we're talking about being cold about it, calling God. And those of you that know me know, hey, hey, I see Nikki, I see Levante, uh, I see Karen down there, I see my sister Mel coming into the building. Come on in, come on in, y'all. How y'all doing? Um... How y'all doing? Did y'all have a wonderful day? I really, really did. I worked on a lot of different things, as you guys can see, uh, what, what's been keeping me busy all day, projects that I needed to get finished up, the logos, the backgrounds, everything like that, right? Because uh, I like to come on, give you guys, uh, thank you, thank you, Nikki. Um, I like to come on, you know, not only give you guys a good word, but also, you know, give you guys a nice presentation. Karen says she's been, uh, it's been good, except she was running after Chewy. He escaped again. She has a um, her little pup named Chewy. He is a, a fashion escape artist. I've just come to re realize that no matter what Karen does, he still manages um to get away so uh good luck with that karen because uh doesn't seem like no matter what you do he's still gonna figure out a way to get past you thank you thank you levante so uh those of you if you're catching this on the replay let me say thank you so much for taking the time to do that i love seeing your hearts and shares as well if you're listening to this on one of the podcast outlets thank you so much i love seeing how the listenerships and followers are growing over there those of you that are with me gdt time monday through Friday. That's right. God's divine time. Welcome back. Welcome back. Let's get into it. We're going to talk about being cold about it tonight, calling God, being just cold about it. Those of you that have been with me before know I put a tour, I call it that tornado spin, right? And you're saying, what, 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 what is that? How, how, how are we going to be cold about it? Do we want to be uh, cold towards our father? In this case, that's right. I'm telling you, I want you to be cold about it. And y'all know, no, I love my acronym. So this one being cold about it, call our Lord daily, right? Hourly, every minute, you know, don't let time pass. Don't let a day go by where you say, you know what? Mm, I did not talk to the Lord today. Now, if you don't get the laundry done, if you don't get your car washed, if you don't get to talk to Miss Pearlie about what went on in the sanctuary on Sunday, make sure the sun does not go down without you saying, hmm, I did not talk to the Father. That's right. Be cold about it. Call our Lord daily. Now, let's talk about the process behind that. You guys know I like to frame everything for you, right? So what's required of that? And, and and actually tomorrow, I'm gonna finish up with the second part of this, right? Because I don't just come on and say, look guys, this is what we need to do as CIAs, Christians in action. I always like to give you the, the solutions for those that like to take notes and come back and follow up, you know, from the replay. Um, I leave all of my replays up for you. They're also turned into podcasts. We're on a number of different podcast outlets. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on Pocket Cast, 
We're on Google Cast. We're on a lot of podcasts. So you can get Tornado on the go if you're not able to access Periscope. But, you know, I just like to give you guys um, all the necessary tools that you need in your bag, right? So tomorrow we'll finish up with the second part and I'll tell you and I'm going to break down what falls under the help category when you're specifically asking God for help, right? But tonight, hey, J9, we're talking about calling on God, right? Being cold about it. Call our Lord daily. So the first thing we have to do, we have to speak up, right? We have to ask, what do they say? A closed mouth does not get fed. And somebody may be saying, well, Torah, God knows what we need. He, he knows the desires of our hearts, but Mm-hmm. There's a but. You know how when you're reading scripture and you know there's going to be a turn in it, when, when in the next part of the scripture starts out with but are therefore, that's the indication right there that there's something that's required, something else that needs attention that you need to pay attention to. So yes, he knows the desires of our heart, but he wants us to ask, right? If that was the case it, with him knowing all of our desires, you know, all of the desires that Karen has, he'd just be loading her up. She wouldn't be able to keep up with the blessings coming in, right? The things that she wants. If he were to just go in and radar and read our hearts, all of the things that Mel wants, Levante wants, that Nick wants, it just keep raining down. Or how do they say, boy, he just be making blessings rain, right? But he wants us, the very first thing he wants us to come and do is asked, right? If we desire anything from the Heavenly Father, the first thing we should ask. He, he wants to bless us. That's all part of the plan, right? But in our asking, that's also solidifying and showing our faith. That's saying, hey, hey, welcome, you sight, you for sight. Uh, that's showing him by us coming and humbling, or as the oh, as my some of my favorite pastors like to say, by humbling ourselves and asking, saying, Lord, uh, this is what I need. Uh, if this is within your will, please provide me with dot, 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 whatever it is that you're calling on him for, right? But that shows our faith. And then the thing, another key point, you know, we like we talked about last week, when you make that ask, all of your faith is solid. There's no doubt that it's kind of come, uh, that it will come through. Right. But we know it's not like the genie. What was that old show? I dream a genie where you just rub the lamp and be like, God, this is what I need. And boom, it happens. It's at his will in accordance with his time. We have to keep that in mind. And as Mel talked about, on her you me and a cup of tea real on saturday if you guys missed that please follow um at fuel by hope she's down there in the broadcast and go back and catch her scope from this previous saturday right a lot of people get frustrated and they walk away i believe the scope was titled why'd you leave you know we ask god for something he doesn't give it to us we feel like everything on top of that problem is compiling on us a lot of people are getting frustrated and walking away a lot of people are going in and saying, well, I'm going to the altar. I'm laying prostrate. I, I've given more than my 10%. I'm giving 50%, you know, tithes, and nothing is happening when I'm going in the church building, right? And you guys know I always say church building because we are the church, the ecclesia, many members, one body. But that church is just the building, the edifice that we go into to worship, right? Um, 
And we're praying that as we're inside of that building worship and that the Holy Spirit has come in because, you know, nowadays a lot of people are saying, uh, but we forget that God is the father and the father of us all. Come on now. We have to remember that when we make the ask, right? And know that he's going to show up. That's what we have to do. The second thing include all inclusive if you ever want to uh, have somebody offer you a vacation package you say well what's included in it right and oh excuse me they say well um we'll throw in a free lunch and you're like well for this price that's all I get is a free lunch. I don't get any free tours or around the location, you know, any spa packages or anything else to go with this. With God, it has to be all inclusive, included in all of our plans, not just some of them that we want him involved in. We need to make sure he's all inclusive in all of our plans, right? Prior to making that ask, hopefully, right? And, and not assuming that our flesh is able to do this alone, right? Because we, as much as we'd like to, you know, that manly flesh, that womanly flesh takes over and is like, I got this. I don't need any help. I have this all on my own. Well, mm-mm, that's not how any of this works, right? We need his help. We need to call him in and include him in everything that we're doing, every thought, every decision, make it a habit of including him in those plans and making sure to say, God, if this plan, if, if the track that I'm on isn't under your will, go on and void this thing, make it all involved. Just do whatever you need to do to sidetrack, close that door. And I'm going to sit and wait with my faith, knowing that you're going to open another door, but we've been sure to include him in that plan, right? He'll know we aren't just calling on him to get out of that current storm that's coming on. But even he knows that regardless where the storming, whether the sun's shining, everything's going great. We're tiptoeing uh, tip through the tulips. The tax money is in. All the bills are paid. None of the kids are in trouble. Everything is just going good. By that, by including him all the time, he knows it's just not from a selfish point because all hell is breaking loose in your life and around you. So that's it. The first one, making the ass, speaking up. The second one, including, all-inclusive. Make it him all-inclusive in your life, right? The next one, speaking out loud to the Father, right? When we're calling on him, when we're summoning that power, you know, I love to find a quiet place. Remember last week as we talked about uh, with the widow's oil, um, the widow's oil, when Elisha was like, go in the house, shut the door behind you. And he gave her the instructions on what she and her sons needed to do, right? So I issue those same instructions. Go in, shut the door behind you, Find you a place of solitude and speak out loud to the Father, right? Just the same way you would, the same way you would pick up the phone if I were to call J9 and I have a conversation. Hey, Jay, how'd your day go? How's it going? We talk to him that same way, speaking out loud, right? God is not only for good times and the bad times. He is for all times. Come on now. I am loving that. Uh, we it, it is so important, and I just can't stress it enough, and I love seeing the backup in the comments you know, in the chat as well, you know, not, y'all don't just have to take my receipts for it. You know, we have other people, you know, that are able to come in and say, yep, mm-hmm, she in the right vein now on that. So the talking out loud, right? Making sure we have 
plenty of time to pour our hearts out. Ain't nobody there but you. Just take your time. There's no need to rush through it. Not one of those, Lord, I don't I know it's the first of the month. I don't know how I'm going to pay them bills. Uh, Can you handle that? No, not that kind of thing is you're on your way out the door to do something else. Taking that quiet time with him, showing him the respect to say, you know what? I'm going to make time for you. You are important. You went to the cross for me. I'm going to make time. Even if I can't make time to call Mel, to call Karen, make time for the father. Get that quiet place. And you say, well, Tor, everywhere in my house is chaos. Well, if you have to go out in your car and shut the door and just sit there and have your quiet time, get you some of them shades just to black out. Put one on the windshield, put one on the back and just block everything out. And then, uh, you know, put your music on with the kids. Like my nephew, when my sister-in-law tries to go sit in her car and have peace and quiet, he come knocking on the window. Just turn the music, get some of them earplugs and just or either turn the music up and just be like, mm-mm, I am having my prayer time right now. Leave me to the beat. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to do, right? Speaking out loud also adds power behind it, right? It leaves a profound uh, uh, effect, not only on your own spirit, right? Spirit, right? Have you ever just came out of such a deep prayer, just coming out of that zone, and you just like, whoo-hoo, man, you just done prayed yourself hot, as Mel says. You prayed yourself happy. You just you done forgot, you done forgot everything that you was down on your knees, tears streaming down your face. You just done prayed yourself happy. It's just done uplifted your spirit. So imagine when we're speaking out loud, talking out loud to the Father. He's like, mm-hmm, this one right here ain't no shame in her game. So when I say be cold about it when you call on God for those just coming in. Call our Lord directly. Don't send him a text message. Don't try and sit down and write him an email. Don't try and sit down and say, well, I, even though he knows the desires of my heart, I'm just going to write this in my journal. Open your mouth. Mm-hmm. Open your mouth and talk out loud to the Father. Let him know what you want. Talk to him with just reverence in your heart. Put some conviction in your voice. Or as how some of the guys like to say, put some bass in your voice, you know? Get down low with that thing. You know, for the women, put some soprano in your voice. Bring it up, you know? Let all your alto come out. So when you get done, you're like, ooh, everything just feel cleared out right now, right? Number four. Communication is key as within human, you know, physical relationships. Communication is key. You guys can't sit here and read my mind. I could stop this lesson right now and just sit here quiet. Did y'all know what I was thinking? Did you learn anything else after that? No, because we have to be able to verbally communicate. It's a two-way process, even though you can't speak back, you know, but you're speaking to me through your comments. We have a two-way communication going here. And as I said on Friday Scope, I'm going to get it connected to where a few of you um, that may want to input at the end, I'm going to leave about a five or 10 minute win window on the broadcast for anybody um, that may want to call in. I'm going to start working on that throughout the rest of this week. I have some vacation days towards the end of the week. So that's when I'm going to take the time to set that up. That way I'll be able to click and put the phone number up there for you guys to be able to call in, either give you a testimony or if you want to give, you know, just a few minutes 
commentary on what we talked about, you know, or you may be calling to say, Tor, I don't agree with any of that, right? We still going to love each other, but just giving you guys a voice on that other side, especially for those of you that I know you're burning to communicate. You're burning to say something, but you're just scared to hit that go live button. You're not quite ready yet to hit that go live button. So this will be a way for people to at least say, hey, that's Levante's voice, right? I ain't never seen his face yet on scope. Hmm, I ain't seen Nick's face yet on scope, but I know that voice when it pops on the line. So that's another reason for that. God saying, you know, reaching out saying, this is what I need you to do. Open it up for the people, right? Get them comfortable so they feel comfortable coming on and doing the work that I've assigned them to do. So communication, that two-way process when we're calling down God's power, you know, uh, and we're calling that power from the form of his spirit, right? That Holy Spirit. And we need to be ready. Now, you know, when somebody's talking, Sometimes they just talking and talking and talking and talking, but you already thinking up your response, your reply, whenever they decide to take a breath, right? But we have to be listening at the same time as we're speaking to him. We have to tune and train ourselves to be able to listen, right? Instead of just going on and on and we have to be able to listen, have to be on cue to recognize, mm, now is the time to now's the time for you to shut up. The Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you, right? We have to become in tune with that. And a lot of people are waiting to hear that, you know, as I've said before, that audible voice, you know, he's like, this is God speaking to you. You know, no, no. When you get that, 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 that nudge, right? Sometimes it's that kick. Sometimes it's that chop across the throat, that windpipe that some of us need, right? That's the Holy Spirit trying to say, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you, but you won't be quiet. You won't quit posting on Facebook trying to get everybody else's input on your problem. Quit typing for a second. Quit talking for a second. I'm trying to talk to you, right? That's what he's trying to do. So we have to be cognizant and aware of that saying, ooh, to the we. Mm, mm. Just like we don't miss, want to miss an important phone call, right? We tell it, be quiet. I, I want to be able to hear the phone when it rings. And we put the phone, some, we just put the phone right here. I do not, I want to be able to hear. That same way, we need to be open to listening when he responds, right? And again, in his own time and in his great godly fashion, I tell you, some of the ways he's responded to me, I've even missed it a couple of times because I've been so busy looking for it because I expected to come in this package wrapped in a gold uh, bowl smelling like Gucci bamboo, one of my favorite perfumes, uh, <laughs> smelling like Gucci bamboo, but it does not come like that. He's like, I'm going to give you this thing in a beat up old recycle box with no bow on it and you just deal with it, right? <laughs> so we have to be aware of that. The next one, number five, extending the invitation. We have to invite him in. He's not pushy. We're saying, I want you to be a part of my everyday life. Come on in. Come on. I don't have anything to hide. Now you might on that outside world, but remember we can try and cover it up. We can try and pretend well the neighbors don't know that I got this addiction going on that, you know, I'm up in here beating my wife. I'm beating my husband. I'm beating my kids. Um, you know, I'm molesting my nieces, my nephews, my cousins. I'm up in here having a cussing war. I'm up in here, you know, posting hate stuff online. We can hide 
hide things from the outside world. But remember, when we extend that invitation, he knows whether we extend the invitation or not. He's just sitting there waiting and watching anyway. So being aware and knowing that just when you walk in and say, mm, I invited him in. When you walk in the front door, when you get home from work, the grocery store, Miss Pearly's house, visiting with her, catching up on the latest gossip, you say, oh, hey, Holy Spirit, I know you was waiting on me to get home. Thank you for staying here until I get back, right? Reading our scriptures. Hey, Sarah, I see you coming in, right? Extending that invitation, reading our scriptures, saying our prayers, attending the church edifice, right? Finding a, a communal body of like-minded people to worship with. And what does it say? Well, there are two or more gathered, right? Don't need a building. When I started looking at the prices of building, when I started hearing what all these pastors are going through, mm -mm, I want to be, I got it right here. That's right. The revived hope, authentic word ministry mm -hmm. and we got all my people right here in the sanctuary i don't need no eight thousand dollar uh, no eight million dollar building i don't need no six to eight million dollar building i don't need those type of problems in my life right now i just don't mm -mm, mm -mm, not willing to do it that's not something i am willing to invite <laughs> into my life but anybody else god speed just go right on ahead but where two are more together that may be in your living room with the bible study, right? I told you guys, once I started communicating and talking with the neighbors around here, and they're like, yeah, I'd love a Bible study. Let's do this. Let's do that. So there's many ways to find people to commune with, right? Extending that invitation and showing him how you're including not only him, but your other brothers and sisters in it, right? Do everything that you can do to make sure you are worthy to have the spirit. You can't be, uh, what a friend of mine used to always say, we ain't got, but uh, you can't ride, what she say, how she say it? You can't ride two horses with one butt. Mm -hmm, that's not how she says it, but y'all can fill it in. You can't ride two horses with one butt. You can't be on this side and can't be on that side. We need to make sure that everything that we're doing is is in accordance to where the Holy Spirit is like, I like being here. I like residing here in Shay's home. I like being here with Shay in class. This is nice. I, I can be here. This is a nice, clean environment. I didn't say a perfect environment because none of us are perfect, right? But he see, mm, she is really trying. Ooh, she knew she was wrong on that. Ooh-wee, I seen Mel repent for that one on the job. Mm-hmm, so I'm just going to stay right on here with her. That's how we need to do it, right? And, and learning how that spirit speaks to us. As we're praying each morning and saying, God, thank you for giving me another day of breath in my lungs, vision in my eyes to be able to go out and see, to be able to do your work. Even if you wake up and you, you know, for a lot of people don't have their vision and they're, they're vision is failing but saying thank God I'm here I'm still able to go out and do what I'm assigned to do in the manner that God is allowing me to do it amen somebody out there know what I'm talking about right the next one address right addressing the father being cold about it for those that are just coming in calling our lord daily being cold about it cold 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 calling him daily all throughout the day as a matter of fact right when we address him um you know sometimes i do get frustrated which i'm quite sure all of us have we've been like look I don't know what's taking you so long, like not too long ago. Look, God, I don't know what's taking you so long to get uh, Sister Darissa and her family a house. But look, what you doing? 
you know, but making sure when we address him, it's in a respectful manner. He doesn't know, he knows that we're going to get angry, right? But, you know, you just can't sit there and sit down, look him, uh, N-word this, or look him, M M y'all know what I'm talking about. There's a certain way to address the father, and it may sound funny, but, you know, I've heard a lot of people, and what's now uh, the trend is called the cussing pastors. That's not how any of this works. It's just not. Um, <laughs> ooh-wee, every time I see that, it just makes something inside of me just, just, woo, just bubble up, and I just rebuke all of that. But a cussing pastor, come on now. And doing it across social media, mm -mm, mm -mm. there's a certain reverence, there's a certain amount of respect when we're addressing him, right? But and another thing, not telling him what we want or what we're going to do. Look here, this is what I'm going to do. Are you, no, that's not how any of this works. Going to him with reverence now, come on now, and, and, and instead asking him, are you willing to grant me this, right? I can't... Right, Shay, I can't even take that seriously, you know, and every time I watch any more than 30 seconds of it, I'm like, wow, that's 30 seconds of my life that I can't get back watching this foolishness, and I know, you know, just they just all need rebuked, you know, because it just don't make no sense, I don't know how you can sit there and deliver a sermon with that type of vulgarness in it, and it's just sickening, and even a few of the prophets, you know, use, a, no, that's not how any of this works, mm-hmm, and, and the way you addressing God, he gonna address you for that, mm-hmm, I guarantee he gonna address you, and you ain't gonna like it, so you better stop it, right, uh, and giving our life over to him, uh, aligning ourselves with him, right, as we turn our will over to him, it allows us to better understand the purpose of the trials that we're going through. It helps us to see a little clear. We might not like it, might not like what we're going through, you know, not like it at all. As Paul was like, look, will you take this off of me? I, I don't like this. I don't want this anymore. Will you please remove these thorns from my side, right? We might not like it, but when we know it's in accordance with his will, it gives that calm to say, okay, Okay, when I go to him to address him, this is what I'm going to say. Will you be willing to grant the desires of my heart? And, and, and if what you're doing is a lot as, you know, because I know what you're doing in my life is aligned with the purpose that you have for me, right? Given that respect. Number seven, being sincere. Sincerity. We have to make sure that when we're talking to him, we're doing it from the most deepest, sincerest place within us, right? Not anything shallow. Shade that for the street. And if you're doing it out in the streets as well, people can tell. You know, they like to say, fake it till you make it. Mm-mm. I ain't got time for that. Mm -mm, I just don't. But that's a whole nother scope, right? <laughs> we are given we we are given the promise if we ask with a sincere heart, real intent, right? That real intent because we know we ain't just coming shaking and faking and putting on a front. It just don't work like it. Just don't work that way. Faith 
produces miracles. We see it all the time. I see it in my life. I see it in the lives of others. J9, her testimony for tomorrow is probably going to be about nine hours long, just with everything that happened from Thursday through the day. And who knows, uh, prior to her coming on this broadcast, what, you know, what other wondrous miracles have happened in her life. Our, our sister Sandra, that's a part of our standing in the gap prayer group. You know, she, uh, we've been praying for her to receive the heart. Once she received the heart, then they were saying, okay, now we have to make sure the kidneys are functioning. Everything is going good. Hey, Joan, glad to see you. You know, and, and just being sincere in those prayers, not just throwing it up. You know, when people say, hey, will you pray for me? And you're like, yeah, I got you. And you go on about your business, knowing you don't have any intent on lifting that person up in prayer interceding, standing in the gap on behalf of that person. As my grandma would say, you're just talking to be talking. Just tell you not sincere about it. You know, so make sure that you are sincere because somebody may be counting on a little dose of your faith to help add it to that, standing in the gap to intercede on their behalf, right? Um, and then number eight, number eight, our last one, frequent visitation, right? As we title this, calling God, being cold about it, calling our Lord daily. We want frequent visitations, right? It, we don't want to just call him when there's problems. As I said, a couple of other points back up. We want to call even when things are good, just to say, you know what, Lord? I don't want nothing this time. I know you don't believe me. I know you don't believe me because all last week and the week before and the week before, I was just asking for stuff. But today, I'm just coming to say thank you, God, for being a gracious God. Thank you, God, for being a forgiving God. Thank you for all of the work that you did on the cross for me. Thank you for your son, Jesus. Hey, that's how we have to do it, right? Just saying, mm, thank you for the breath in my lungs. Thank you for my neighbors. They finally stopped letting their dog come through my yard. Thank you for my job. Even though they drive me crazy, at least I have a job. I have employment. I have income coming in because there's a lot of people out there, Lord, I know, wishing they had a job to drive them crazy, right? Thank you for these shoes that are on my feet. They're coming apart on the side, but somebody out there is walking barefooted, and they would kill to have these shoes that's coming apart on the side. So thank you, God. Just thanking them, right? Uh, when we know... When we've invited him in, when, when we've told him, I want you to visit frequently. I want you to be here as much as you can. I know you got a lot of other people to help, but as much time as you can spend here, I really would appreciate it, right? And that just shows him. That gives us that light that, uh, that we need, right, during those dark times. It strengthens us. It makes us sleep a little bit better. It makes us wake up feeling like, Whew, I know it does me. I keep saying us, but hey, you know, I speak for my own best example myself, right? And as we learn to call on his power and asking for those frequent visitations from him, but also making sure we visit him frequently, it gives us that ability to overcome the obstacles that are placed in our way, in which we know, uh, it, it, oh man, nowadays, uh, we, we used to kind of be able to say, and they were few and far between, but now every, every corner, every breath, there's something that comes up. Every time you turn around, there's something 
there, but forming that relationship with him. And let's work our way backwards, that frequent visitation, right? Having that sincerity, watching how we address our father, addressing him with that reverence, right? Not just going to tell him what we want and what he is going to do. Have you ever tried to go and tell your mama when you was little, no, nah, mama, this what you going to do. How did that work out for you? Mm-hmm. I know it didn't work out so well for me the one time when I said, look, the only way we can do that is to keep making frequent calls. Come on now, blow up the line. It's unlimited. When you start calling on them, you're not going to get the thing that says, uh, this call will cost you one cent per minute. This call will cost you $3.99 per minute. It won't cost you anything. Now, you may need a little bit more extra lotion for your knees or if you're laying prostrate. You know, you might want to make sure the carpet ain't tearing up your forehead and scratching you up. Or however you want to do it, you know, hey work through that thing but it ain't gonna it, it's it's not you ain't gonna get no bill at the end of the month saying oh mm, you know knickknack go pull out her mail and she opened it up and it's like a bill from heaven three thousand dollars how many oh wait you know we're not charged like that it's not by the minute so again there's no need to rush our time that we spend when we call on him right when we as we're addressing him when we're extending the invitation number four when we're communicating with him number three when we're talking out loud you know and some people you know they may be like is she over there talking to herself at her desk sometime that's required especially depending on what kind of office environment that you work in. And I know tomorrow with having this three-day weekend, ooh, wait, I know he's sitting like, mm-hmm, let me get myself rested up, mm, to the hmm, because his name going to be called a whole lot by about 8, 8.30 a.m. in the morning. People coming off this three-day weekend, they, ner they left a bunch of work, going back to a bunch of work. Somebody might have a big exam that they're praying for, and they're going to be like, Lord Jesus, help me to pass this, Lord. Lord, help me to pass this. I don't, I ain't studied all weekend. This done come down to the wire. Knowing that I had six months to a year to start studying for this, but I ain't done no studying. Lord, can you just help me pass this exam? Just can you please, right? It's going to be a lot of calling on him. A lot of, it's what, the first of the month? It's a lot of people, boy. Oh, Lord, can you help me? Lord, I don't know how I'm going to pay this rent again this month. Oh, my car note's due. I ain't got no groceries in there, but you have to remember, mm-hmm, after the fifth and the fifth, 15 pass, keep on calling on him. Keep asking for that frequent visitation. Don't forget about him when he comes through for you and keeps those lights on for you, you know, for one more month. Some of us, uh, I'm going to get another couple of hours uh, once all that pork drops to the bottom of the stomach from all this Labor Day food that people done set up and barbecued and that pork get the gurgling up in there and somebody here, mm -hmm, about another two hours, going to be calling on him. Lord, my stomach hurt. Oh, Lord, just, oh, can you just make me feel better so I can get up and go to work in the morning? You know, because um, if your place of employment is like mine, if you call in the day before a holiday or the day after holiday, you're not getting that holiday pay. So it, a lot of people, when them stomachs is tore up here in a few hours from eating all that pork, mm -hmm, y'all know I give the pork a hard time every time. You'll be like, Lord, please make me feel better. Lord knows I cannot miss my job. I need that eight hours of holiday pay, so please make me feel better now. I promise not to eat. No, I'm going to leave that pork alone, right? And number two, including the father. And number one, speak up. Ask up. That's 
how we have to be cold about it. Remember tomorrow night, I'm going to come back in with the help series, not just coming in tonight. I'm telling you, be cold about it, right? Call our Lord daily. Tomorrow night, I'm going to come in with the second part of this, the help series. And we will finish this out. Y'all know how I close this out, right? I love y'all. Thank you so much for coming in, spending time with me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the night. I hope you have a wonderful day tomorrow. Don't let them drive you crazy. And when you go back on that job tomorrow, when you walk in, just start, mm-mm, say, mm-mm. I might not have done it yesterday. I might not have done it the month before. But remember, he's a forgiving God. Say, mm-hmm. Today is the day when I'm going to start being cold about it, calling our Lord directly. Amen. Now, come on, somebody. Y'all know how I'm about to close this out. Walk good. Do good. Be good. Be purposeful. Be intentional. I love y'all. I really do. I see y'all tomorrow night. You all know the Torah. 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 Torah.